You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea, on the day before the Arizona Cardinals report to training camp. At least their veterans do. Rookies already at work. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. Follow along on Twitter at LockdownAZCards. Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe. Set up alerts. Watch all the great content there. It's uh, We're glad you're with us today. Monday, it's officially Cardinals season. No longer are we talking about the Phoenix Suns. Rest in peace. Great season. Thanks for playing football time. It's football time. It's the last week without NFL football on TV. The Hall of Fame game, the NFL is going to shove the Dallas Cowboys down our throats. Was it five primetime games? You've got the Hall of Fame game. You've got the season opener against Tampa Bay. Tom, oh man. I'm just Hard knocks. Hard knocks. You got to remind me about (laughs) hard knocks, how they scooped the Arizona Cardinals on hard knocks. But Bo Brock and Alex Clancy here. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. And at Clancy's Corner, this episode, it's brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. Just like Alex and I were talking daily Arizona Cardinals, Brian Peacock, NFL analyst, of course, Lockdown 49ers, and then Matt Williamson, former NFL scout. They're taking you around the NFL Monday through Friday, giving you a national perspective, talking about the latest news, insight, every game, team, move, around the league, picks, previews during the season, Every weekday, Peacock and Williamson, the podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. What a day. Uh, what a year. The fact that the Arizona Cardinals are less, less dysfunctional than the Green Bay Packers, It's I think it's something to celebrate. Yeah, it, it's interesting. It puts things into perspective a little bit. Like you saw what happened with the Houston Texans before this Deshaun Watson stuff with Bill O'Brien. Cincinnati, like... It's, it's interesting. You have to kind of check the rest of the NFL to really see the dysfunctionality of the Arizona Cardinals and how it directly relates to the rest of the NFL. I mean, up until about six days ago, the Cardinals are a top 15 lack of dysfunction team, at least <laughs> regarding uh, the inner workings once the roster is made. You know, building the roster is kind of a whole other conversation uh, altogether regarding Steve Comstow being at the helm. But yeah, I mean... Well, a couple interesting things have happened, you know, with DeAndre Hopkins and then with Chandler Jones yesterday that we'll get far in, de- you know, in depth into today. But yeah, our incident all in board all, isn't clear. It's not pristine. You remember, like the warehouse, like days without an incident. We don't have one of those. It's zero already. It's back to zero. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody broke their leg. Somebody sliced a finger off uh, over the weekend, and we're back at square one. But after, before, you know, before then, it was you know a couple hundred days at least. Yeah. You know, everybody got bonuses. Everybody got free McDonald's because the warehouse, nobody was getting hurt at the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. So the most recent incident, it was uh, the bomb that was dropped yesterday. Jeremy Fowler, the ESPN analyst, football reporter, he put this little nugget out where we were enjoying our Sunday about uh, Chandler Jones. All pro pass rusher Chandler Jones requested a trade from the Cardinals this offseason. Jones has been unhappy with his contract and future with the team. Cardinals don't want to trade him. Expect him to report to camp, though but certainly a situation to watch. That's important at the end there. They expect him to report to camp. What we've seen so far, like with the signing of J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones was there. Chandler Jones wasn't there at mandatory minicamp. The team said, look, he was a, he was an excused absence. He was there at media day. And now that we see this bomb drop, Alex, on Twitter, is it some, we already knew about it, we weren't talking as much about it, or is it something to really take note of as the Cardinals report to camp? 
somewhere in the middle. I mean, so this is what it was like last year for Chandler Jones. He gets he, he tears his bicep. He's out for the majority of the season. It's like when a backup quarterback goes in for an injured quarterback and the backup quarterback outperforms as such or outperforms the starting quarterback because the pass rush after Chandler Jones got hurt got better. So then you look and you're, you're Steve Keim. It's like, huh, this could be an easy out to not extend Chandler Jones. We saw what Vance Joseph did when the best pass rusher they had went out last year. Obviously, it was probably more of a premonition than a rule moving forward, especially after losing Hassan Reddick, who was the pro bowler of the pass rush last year. So obviously, on both sides of the spectrum, it's a little weird where it gets better when Chandler Jones isn't there and that Hassan Reddick was the guy leading the charge. But it kind of gives Steve Kime a sneaky like, ah, maybe we don't have to extend you. Yeah. And in turn... It could be turned into a bigger deal than we think. But up until this point, Chandler Jones hasn't really forced the Cardinals hand. So I don't know why he would start now, especially because he's making 15 mil this year. He's got paid as a top pass rusher. People forget he got paid as a top pass rusher. It's not like he was making pennies when he was leading the league or close to leading the league in sacks. Yeah, I, th- I think we have to kind of keep in mind, I wonder how often this happens and we don't hear about it, especially players going into contract years. Is it just a, is it just a, real normal call that an agent makes to an organization and says, hey, if you're not going to put an extension on the table, we want out. I wonder how that's got to be pretty normal as far as the NFL and how the business well, part runs. See, the thing is, the NBA started this crap and yeah. then it's starting to bleed over to the, it's not crap. I mean, started this stuff where it's power the player to the empowerment yeah. started, started with the NBA first and foremost, and now it's bleeding over to all other sports. I guess baseball maybe had the most player empowerment because all their money's guaranteed and the MOBPA is like Fort Knox. But <laughs> the NFL is slowly... We saw player trades. All these trades, that came from the NBA. This is an incestuous top four uh, professional sport thing. Started there, and it's really, really becoming more prevalent with top players in the NFL now. Yeah, so that's it, where it started. It, 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 it's where it started, and it is gonna, it's, the biggest thing is going to be seeing how number 55 holds himself, conducts himself, especially during this time of year as they prepare for what is a big season for everybody within those walls. Kyler Murray entering his third season. Cliff Kingsbury especially. It's huge on him, and I bet the guy, and the guy calling the shots, Steve Keim, it's imperative that the Cardinals have a good season and take the next step in the rebuild because what are we doing if they can't move forward? Anybody can improve off of three wins. They did that. Anybody can improve really off of five wins with the talent that was in the building last year. And now we're really going to figure out what this team is made of. Uh, and it's going to be key for Chandler Jones to either be A, a happy employee and ready to go each and every week, or B, they figure out what the alternative is. And I don't know if that's shipping him out or extending him. And that's the conversation that I think we have to have today. Yeah. And let's be clear before we move into possibilities and, um, you know, made up situations that we're going to have for potential trade partners and stuff later in the podcast. We both want Chandler Jones to stay like, there's no question about that. Right. We're not saying, Hey, Xavier and Howard, let's do it right now. Let's not even think about it. Sure. Because as Bo mentioned on Twitter that, I mean, anybody you're bringing in, you're going to have to give a boatload of money to. So it's not like, unless Stefan Gilmore, will talk about that, but he's going to want a lot of money also. But foundationally speaking, you and I both want Chandler Jones to retire an Arizona Cardinal, right? If the money's right. The concept that was created earlier this offseason, the one that we just kind of 
were screaming about all offseason long was the idea of Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt being this wrecking crew. That's yeah. what we wanted to see. And you take one of them away, and I think that the pass rush becomes very pedestrian. We know what it looks like when it's a one-sided pass rush. Now, look, we, that's not me saying that Marcus Golden isn't going to be have an impact on the game, but it's not Chandler Jones. Watch the tape on Chandler Jones. He plays with such like ferociousness and plays like just at such a high level and high speed. It's it's tough to emulate. It's tough to to uh, if you're not Chandler replicate. Jones. Yeah, it's tough yeah. to replicate. It really is. And it, I think that we would really be disappointed if we didn't get to see it. I mean, when we were talking about Xavier Howard, and we'll get more into it here on the podcast. When we were talking about Xavier Howard, that was to add to the defense, not go player for player. I'm talking about. I was talking about trading a pick. Now I don't know where you sit. I mean, a lot of us play armchair GMs here. Some people covet picks more than they even covet veteran players. So we'll get into that. Actually, let's do that coming up here next. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You think the Arizona Cardinals should trade Chandler Jones? Let us know in the comments here on our YouTube page if you think the Arizona Cardinals should keep Chandler Jones. Hit that like button and let us know. We appreciate everybody tuning in, everybody who subscribes to Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, thank you. Hit that follow button. Coming up next, what are the scenarios? I think there's three of them, and they're outlined on our Twitter account, at Cards. Let me tell you about the best-tasting protein bar of all time. I'm talking about Built Bar. There's so many delicious flavors, it's tough to pin down which one is my favorite. I'll probably go with salted caramel, but I love the limited time summer flavor strawberry. Very bougie of you. Oh, I know. That's very bougie. Salted caramel. Have you had salted caramel cookies? Like where they make and they actually put salt on top. They're nineteen dollars a piece. The sea salt. This tastes better than those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. But it's it's it tastes better than those, and it's and it's a pretty good. It's pretty close. It's like a salted caramel cookie, but it's an actual protein bar with the benefits that you get from protein bars. No cutting corners. I mean, in the U.S. track and field team, they this is the official protein bar. They're putting this in their bodies as they're competing for gold medals. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. That's using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order at built.com. All right, so Chandler Jones, just, uh, you know, does it dampen our Monday, the week that the Cardinals open up training camp? No, it doesn't. You can't get us down this week. You can't take us down. It's card season, baby. I mean, we need to pat ourselves on the back because, listen, there are some pundits out there, one of whom was on our podcast last Friday. He will remain nameless. <laughs> just started right after the Suns lost the damn championship. Hey, Cardinal season. We gave a six-day moratorium. We took the high road, and now we're taking it. Now we're taking it all. It's Cardinals season officially. Officially starts tomorrow. But, Bo, we made it through the summer. Thank you very much for the assist, Phoenix Suns. We'll take it from here. You know, but at the same time, we were, we were never short on content. Like the Arizona Cardinals. That's true. And it's not just because the NFL is a you know, 24-7, 365 news cycle, and it absolutely is. But the Arizona Cardinals have been active, and they've been trying to keep this this roster uh, in a position to compete in a tight division in the NFC West, and that includes Chandler Jones. And we put this out there on Twitter, at Lockdown AZ Cards. 
we put out there, should the Arizona, what should the Arizona Cardinals do with Chandler Jones? We put three scenarios. Should they keep Chandler Jones and just let him play out his final year of his contract? Should they trade Chandler Jones? Or should they extend Chandler Jones on a lucra- to a lucrative deal, which I think becomes probably the toughest assignment of all three scenarios? What do you think, Alex? Keep. Hold Pat. Make him perform, and it sucks like this is the nature of the NFL now. He's 31 years old. You'd love to see not another Calais Campbell happen. So luckily they have one more year and you can see what happens. And if Chandler Jones isn't motivated, which he's going to be and puts up double digit sacks, you pay him. You know, if he gets hurt again, you don't like it's, it's very like getting hurt is so arbitrary in the NFL. Any play could be the person's last play of the season, which is terrible to say, but it, it happens every year to a lot of different players. I just wonder, Bo, when we saw Steven Nelson get signed for one year, $4 million, and the Cardinals are completely punting on the cornerback position, if there isn't a bigger play in play that we don't know about yet. And that's the thing that I think about. But to answer the poll question, I you, I would just keep him. Yeah. Status quo. I, I agree. Uh, it pains me to do this on a day that we celebrate, that I have to agree with you on a day like this. But, I mean, it's exactly what you did with Patrick Peterson last year. Now, does, is Patrick Peterson, you know, the cautionary tale? Because we didn't exactly get the performance that a lot of people expected at a P2. Is it going to be the same with a guy like Chandler Jones? Look, it's up to Chandler Jones. He, he plays a premier position just like Patrick Peterson did as a cornerback. He plays the pass rush position, and there are always going to be teams that are going to be seeking out talent at that position. But I think that he, it's, if he wants to make a boatload of guaranteed dollars next offseason, whether it's in the desert or where it's, whether it's elsewhere, if he can play with that chip on his shoulder and with those expectations, it, the ball's in his court. He, I mean, it's all on him. I, I don't understand. There, there should be the, the trade request it was the last-ditch Hail Mary attempt at the Arizona Cardinals in getting any kind of leverage for the Chandler Jones camp for a, an extension because it's, it's kind of unheard of. Unless you're having two parties who are, you know, who want to be together and they're willing to make consolations here and there or whatever, then then you could probably figure something out. But very rarely, especially in a salary cap league like the NFL, do you find a middle ground that makes sense for a guy that's going to be 32 next February and a guy coming off a bicep injury like Chandler Jones? Yeah, I mean, and... He's restructured once, I believe. Like, here's the thing. I've had people reach out that say he's already restructured. He doesn't need to restructure. If you sign a big money deal in the NFL now, you're going to restructure at some point. Right. It's the fluidity of the salary cap. It's going to happen. And what you did with Rodney Hudson, traded for him, restructured, extended. If you want to restructure and bring in, you know, have seven or eight million dollars in free money this year and bring in a player like a Xavier Howard and extend Chandler Jones and back end that contract and guarantee it. And you just eat it later on like the Saints have done, like the Patriots did. That's a different conversation. But flat out extending him and not making a move to bolster the roster other than doing that. That is not where you want to be right now. We have a couple. That's re- the main. Yeah, thing. we put the poll out at Lockdown AZ cards. We had a couple responses. Uh, I love Chan coming off the bicep tear, mediocre performance leading into it. He's way out of line giving an ultimatum. He's done a bunch for the cards, and I think Kime should have paid the man. But if he's going to be a diva, then let's sell high-ish. 
players demanding bigger contracts on the back of being injured for a very long period of time doesn't sit right with me. Earn it. Those are a couple of our uh, Twitter followers at oh, Locked On AZ Cards. He's earned it. He's like in baseball. In baseball, he would get one hundred fifty million dollars right now because they pay it backwards. But there's no in cap. football, right? But I'm saying yeah. they get all the money after they performed. You're you're poor until you get into a certain stance. Like Mike Trout was making forty thousand dollars a year as the best baseball <laughs> player in America, or whatever, one hundred fifty k, and then he got seven point five billion dollars after. Like those numbers are a little uh, skewed. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw was great for a long time, and no. then he started to taper, and they gave him three hundred million dollars after. That's not football. Well, you yeah. get paid at exactly the same time as you're the peak performer, and then at the end of that contract, when you're technically on the tail end of your prime, people request more money. It's like you got paid so much money by NFL standards already, so you're getting paid in real time, not before or after you perform. Find me. So he's earned money. Yeah. Find me three, three pass rushers. Well, that's their main skill. That after thirty-one, produced at equal or higher levels than before. Yeah. I hear exactly what you're saying. It's just it, it as we said in our. Uh, you can see our lockdown now. Um, little video after the initial report. It's bad business. It just doesn't make sense for the Arizona Cardinals. Now <clears throat> let's get into the fun part. Trades. Let's look at some swaps that the Arizona Cardinals could make, some teams that might be interested. All on this, on, on the week that the Arizona Cardinals open up training camp. Oh, man, it's a fantastic week. Woo! Amazing. Amazing. It's coming up. Trade scenarios for Chandler Jones. Even though Alex and I believe the best move is the Arizona Cardinals to sit on, hold tight, sit on their hands, don't trade the pass rusher unless they're absolutely wild. But let's get into some wacky scenarios. Let's get crazy. Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Let me tell you about uh, Bet Online. Did you know you could already get preseason action? The total oh for the Hall of Fame <laughs> game is, I think, 34. Who, who bets on preseason football? Isn't that pretty low? I mean, you've got two def- – I mean, it, as far as the Dallas Cowboys, i got to imagine – I mean, their starting defense has, like, second, third stringers on it. And now you're gonna yeah. they're gonna actually have fourth and fifth stringers. Maybe that might be an upgrade for the boys. I don't know. But Maybe. they are one point dogs, the total 34. You want any in action? The best, easiest way to do that, betonline.ag. Look, if you don't want to touch exhibition football, I have no problem with that. Major League Baseball's in full swing. Oh yeah. Get in it on that. Bet against the Diamondbacks. Build your stack for the NFL season. It's just days away, basically. I mean, we're weeks away. From the NFL season re- legitimately kicking off. Go to betonline.ag. They've got great sign up bonuses. And right now, you've got your welcome sign up bonus where you'll get 50% on top of your first deposit. So if you put in 100 bucks, you get 50 free dollars to just do whatever you want. You want to get crazy and throw some shekels down on whatever gymnastics ribbon routine that is? I don't, I don't know what that competition is, but you could get in on it. You can you can just throw it down on a crazy Olympic sport. BetOnline.ag is the place to do it. It's locked on Cardinals. We'll be right back. All right, wrapping up a fun Monday show. We put the poll question out there, and uh, just looking at the responses so far, uh, as far as what we think the Arizona Cardinals should do with Chandler Jones. And this is early as we record this podcast. Keep Chandler Jones right now the leader in the clubhouse. Forty four percent. 
Extend Chandler Jones is the next at 31% and trade Chandler Jones, what we're going to talk about right now, at 23%. So I was pounding the table a couple weeks ago when the uh, when Xavier and Howard and his camp were putting out the reported trade uh, request from the Miami Dolphin. And it's just like, th- this is where the guys are. These, are. these are veteran players, guys that are approaching their final opportunities to get the, that last big deal with a lot of guaranteed dollars. Xavier and Howard at 28, Chandler Jones at 31. Does it benefit the Arizona Cardinals to just swap these um, these players that aren't happy in their current situations? I mean, this goes back to our conversation of is the defense going to be the strength of this team? <laughs> that because that's pretty that. much what we're gearing up for. And we had that and on the show. I know we, we did a little. We've thing. talked about it yeah. a lot where it's like we're, we're going towards, no, obviously we have, that's a little thing that we recorded that we haven't posted yet, but yeah. there's, we've talked about it a lot. If Cliff Kings, if the offense isn't the strength, why is Cliff Kingsbury here? So if you're going to say, Xavier Howard. Did I say Xavier Collins earlier when I meant Xavier Howard? I, I don't know, but have. that would be the biggest issue if we had Xavier Howard and, and Xavier Collins on the same. I would I would screw it up all the time. Yeah, for sure. So I understand the Chandler Jones for Xavier Howard swap. I mean, it's because you get younger, it, you're going to get more expensive, but you're going to have your CB1 for the in perpetuity, you would think. The name you brought up jokingly, but before, you know, De- Devontae Adams is <laughs> such an, it's just interesting. So go with me here. So Green Bay is going to be desperate. Okay, that's the, that's the main cog in all of this. I know that Devontae Adams at this point in his career is more valuable than Chandler Jones is. I understand that. I watch football. I get that. But desperate teams, Houston, do desperate things. Okay? The Cardinals traded David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins. The world is our oyster. <laughs> so we can have this conversation. Devontae Adams is making less money this year than Chandler Jones is. Devontae Adams is a wide receiver. Kyler Murray throws to wide receivers. If you want the offense to be the strength of this team, to validate Cliff Kingsbury being the head coach, that is not a crazy proposition. You may have to throw in a second-round pick and Chandler Jones for Devontae Adams and a fifth. Do it tomorrow. Tomorrow. I would give Chandler Jones in a second-round pick for Devontae Adams in a fourth or fifth tomorrow. Would you? No doubt about it. I, I don't think there's any. Even though it's your point, J.J. Watt is your leading pass rusher. is not a great spot to be in. But I feel like you could supplement the pass rush. You can find them. You can find those home run hitters a little bit easier these days. Steve Kimes had success finding them on the trash heap, the free agent market, close to training camp, after training camp. Going into the regular season, I mean, he's signed Jonathan Abram, Abraham. He's signed Dwight Freeney. The cupboard's not exactly barren after Chandler Jones. There's Marcus Golden, as we mentioned. Dennis Gardex coming back from the injury. You've got uh, Devon Kennard still on the roster who had seven and a half sacks just a season ago. I, I think that if you had an opportunity to get a player the caliber of Devontae Adams in situation to follow, you know, whether or not Aaron Rodgers retires this week, gets traded, who knows? Devontae Adams professed his undying love for Aaron Rodgers with their Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan, you know, both Fist posting bump. on Instagram, yeah. even though they're uh, Aaron Rodgers is five titles short and uh, Devontae Adams is six titles short, short of being either one of those guys. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, you mentioned it. What's the favorite stat? What did he have? 25, uh, 25 receptions in the red zone? He's a monster. And you have that opposite DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, it's not even fair. 
I mean, you'd have I mean, one, you'd have one two on the same roster in the NFL. But it, yeah, it's kind of crazy talk. The stencil's completely changed, and like Julio Jones getting traded to Tennessee makes no sense because they already have AJ Brown. But wait, now you have two wide receiver ones. What's that going to be like? In an off, like Tennessee pretty much punted on defense last year and went deep in the playoffs. They pretty much punted. Buffalo punted on deep. Like some of Buffalo's defensive performances last year were absolutely insane. The fact that they went but in a high powered offense when you have more weapons than the other team. I just, it wouldn't be the craziest thing that's happened for the Arizona Cardinals because DeAndre Hopkins got traded for David Johnson. This would just be an upgraded version of that. Did you see David Johnson reach out to Chandler Jones yeah. on Twitter yesterday? Please, hey, said, please, DJ. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we'll trade, uh, we'll trade Chandler Jones in that contract for a second round pick, and it's like drunk text, texting an ex. Yeah, it's like it's never gonna work. I, I saw somebody David Johnson go in one of my fantasy leagues, and I'm like, man, how the mighty have fallen. I forgot long, about him. Yeah, you f- forgot about DJ. He's still there in Houston. Deshaun Watson's still reporting. It, it's it is pretty crazy that this day, you've got Chandler Jones, you've got Xavier Howard, you've got Devontae Adams, you've got Aaron Rodgers, and you've got Deshaun Watson. Like I've never seen the NFL going in the training camp in flux as much as it is right now. Like the rosters, it really is becoming the NBA as the it's power to players, and they're trying to really uh, control their own destiny. Yeah, it's interesting. You look at, I mean, they're cautionary tales at this point. Oh, yeah. You know, like Green Bay looked to be a match made in heaven. Devontae Adams came out of nowhere. Jordy Nelson, they didn't they didn't bring Jordy Nelson back, my favorite receiver of all time. Devontae Adams comes in, couldn't catch the ball the year before. He, he was unable. He ran all the routes, was the quickest guy on the outside, could not catch the ball the year before. And then now is a is a bona fide wide receiver one in this league, and he's unhappy. Like Aaron Rodgers is unhappy. You saw Devo- DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson a match made in heaven a couple of years ago. It just shows how fragile everything is in the NFL, and how there is no real shelf life on right? a future with a specific team. All right, I think I figured it out. Chandler Jones, his expiring contract. Rondell Moore, or Christian Kirk. Uh, Rondell Moore, excitement of the unknown. Rondell Moore and uh, in a second round pick, Devontae Adams. For Devontae Adams? <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, I think at this point, he would probably go for a one, right? Devontae yeah. Adams? Yeah. But, would, you mean, do Devontae Adam, would you do Devontae Adams in a three for Chandler Jones in a one? Because that would do it. Probably. And you'd, get, and you'd get your one receiver, plus you'd have a top pick next year. Yeah. A top three, a top round pick. It's crazy talk. I think the Xavier Howard <laughs> one is is probably the most realistic. If you're looking at uh, other organizations that need like pass rush help, the team that you're playing week one, even though they signed Bud Dupree, I think that uh, Tennessee might be a good trade partner. Uh, yeah. But it, look, the Cardinals are in a win now mode. Like you'd have to get something that's really going to give you not only like if you got future draft capital, but you would need something to come from another team. To help you out in 2021, you can't just yep. let. I, I just I don't know. I th- I think that that's imperative if Steve Kime goes down that go, goes down that uh, option as far as Chandler Jones. But it looks like it sounds like, especially with Jeremy Fowler's tweet where he said he's expected to report to camp. He tried to smooth things out. He gets in there. He's practicing with JJ Watt, with Buda Baker again, Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins. You got to get excited about that defense. Maybe it gets him a little bit happier. And, of course, those game checks don't hurt when you're making $15.5 million like Chandler Jones. We'll continue this conversation. The uh, 
the vets report tomorrow. We're talking all about yes. it. It's Cardinals season, baby. Uh, Alex and I will be back with you tomorrow talking more Cardinals football. First practice is Wednesday. Oh, man. Subscribe. Hit a like on this video. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for tuning in. And also answer the poll question, what should the Cardinals do with Chandler Jones? Keep him, trade him, or extend him. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Monday.